The Buffalo Podcast. Hi everyone, it's Monique Gordion, and the great news is you found the podcast, a space for stories that will arouse a smile and inspire us as we tap into our collective experiences. Enjoy. Welcome everybody to the Buffalo Podcast. So great to be back in front of the mic. I've got a fabulous guest on today, Kyla De Clifford. How are you doing, Kyla? Hi, it's <laughs> lovely to be here. I'm fantastic for a Monday morning. Oh, yes, that's right. Mm. And it's early and it's cold. It's cold. cold. <laughs> Which is really unusual for the Gold Coast. We've had lots of cold weather. Oh, you're in Brisbane though, oh, I'm right? in Brisbane, so we've got it too at the moment. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's it kind of nice. I like it. I do. I love winter my... clothes. It's so yeah. nice to have a sweater on instead oh, yeah. of... A singlet, it is lovely. I know, and boots. I, I have lots of boots, so it get, gives me a chance to get them out. Um, so I met Kyla through a, friend, a mutual friend, and she told me about um, her uh, Instagram um, page called Canna Curious. That's right. That's me. That's, right. that's yeah. me, Canna Curious. Um, yeah, can, and, and I was very curious. <laughs> I thought yeah. that sounds interesting. <laughs> um, not that that's a new world for me, obviously, but um, no. anyway, I don't want to sort of head you in a direction that um, isn't your story, so I don't know what your story is, Dan, so I'm very excited to hear what you've got to tell us. Yeah, so kind of curious. So at the moment um, I'm educating women who are over the age of 40, reconnecting them back to the cannabis plant, mm-hmm. the hemp plant, uh, so there's a lot of information over generations that we have lost. Luckily mm. for me, I, I've been, you know, kept within that information in the last probably five years, yep. helping women again reconnect to the plant or, you know, there's there's so many questions, there's so much stigma out there and really at the end of the day is breaking down that stigma for Look, women, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've got a friend, a lovely person who um, has has been in a lot of pain and I shared with them that, you know, this cannabis is very good for pain relief. And he just said, no, that's not for me because yeah. he has associations of legality and I don't know. We don't. It's really, true. We don't even even myself, I mean, I've found it's taken me a long time, I think, to, be, to, to get so public about it because mm. of the shame. Mm. Um, my father was a GP and as, as much as he did, have the occasional dabble with cannabis himself, and he was quite alternative. He he still read in in Grey's Anatomy that it was going to cause schizophrenia, and that was his number yeah. one yeah. go to. So that's a you know generations of people who've had that education. Um, I think particularly for women, if you have kids, I mean we're in our forties, we've still got we've still got. If you've had kids, you've still got them. Don't get rid of them. Um, and <laughs> it's some days, unfortunately, <laughs> I think, but you know, it's, it, it is difficult for people. When I went to the doctor, because I'd been on the black market for, with mm. cannabis mm. and black market for everyone listening, that's illegal, illegally sourcing it. Um, for women that can be really not safe. You mm. are going to somebody's house, perhaps that, you know, you, you don't know. Usually it's a male. Usually they are in it for the money and they're not there to protect your interests in any way. Mm. Um, and so I went down the legal route because I wanted to see what it was all about. And even my first appointment with the doctor, I was really nervous. I wish I had me to speak to back then to go, yeah. okay, what do I say? What can I ask? Because you do feel very, very um, overwhelming. And I think 
for a lot of people, the plant and cannabis means getting high and mm. having that intoxicating effect. Whereas now we have uh, CBD, which is one of 180 cannabinoids that the plant has, that isn't intoxicating. It has powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Mm. It has, you know, amazing effects for anxiety. And, you know, you can take this, be safe driving, get on with your day. And I think a lot of people are not aware that that is an option. You don't always have to go to THC, which is the intoxicating uh, cannabinoid. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Although the THC is good for people who... With pain. Yeah, pain or insomnia. Look, and for insomnia, it's wonderful. Now, with the cannabis plant, I'll just give you a quick... um, A quick... A quick history, yes. quick quick education. So with with cannabis, you've got hemp, which is mm. cannabis, mm. and then you have an indica and a sativa. They're the that that's top level how we used to sort of categorize it. So for the hemp plant, which produces CBD in the most cost effective way, not intoxicating, mm. phenomenal power, not intoxicating. Then you've got an indica or a sativa. Now an indica is a very relaxing, calming healing blend and will most likely lock you on the couch like couch lock is is what we call it you will get high and you probably won't want to do much then there's a sativa it it also can have very good pain relieving but it's much more of a creative if you want to keep going during the day there's a lot of people out there that have pain all day all night so they don't have a choice whether or not to have the THC Mm. so to be able to have both of those blends or a um they're actually hybrids where you can get you know a 70 percent indica and a 30 percent sativa which work extremely well for for some people Mm. now there are hundreds of different flowers it's like having roses I mean Mm. you know roses have got hundreds probably if not thousands of different types of rose Mm -hmm. the cannabis plant is exactly the same there are thousands of different flowers they actually look different they smell incredibly different and all have different medicinal benefits yep so yeah that's about that's the plant category system now the (laughs) other thing that I do like to talk about is the fact that it was taken out of circulation for us it was about 90 years ago now for thousands of years before that we've used it as medicine it's documented in so it's documented in the bible I mean it's documented in so many different religions and you know different communities and it, it was continued to be used throughout those years, but it was a man called Harry Anslinger, I blame him, um, <laughs> who took it out of circulation back in the 1920s. Um, he became the head of the DEA and he was pretty much in bed with DuPont and, you know, there was the cotton industry, there was the n- nylon industry and hemp used to do everything hemp made our clothes our ropes our fibers it was used as medicine and these guys were like oof hang on a minute I, we've got better fibers than this so let's mm. just ban it it's a mm. drug mm. they made it out to be you know through propaganda a dangerous drug which still makes me laugh because it's <laughs> like the the least dangerous drug that you could um you could have nobody's ever ever died from cannabis nobody yeah. Yeah. you can't in, you can't actually ingest enough cannabis to have such an issue so you know um there can I this is what do you say to people who say it's a gateway drug look it's it's it has been taught to us that it is a gateway drug and you know Mm. what I think with 
anybody out there who takes drugs, there's always a risk. Yeah. Always a risk. But the research doesn't show that at all. It doesn't show that there are a higher percentage of people who use cannabis that are therefore going to go and use something else. And in my own personal experience, for me, back when I had a choice to pick up uh, drugs, alcohol or cannabis, I picked up alcohol. Yeah. Now, alcohol is available to everybody over the age of 18. You can ring up and have it delivered to your house. Mm. Now, that for me was a mistake. I had 24 years of drinking and... Mm you know, accidents, hurting myself, like all sorts of different things just from having too many drinks. Yeah. And I've spoken to a lot of doctors over the years and nurses who work in the emergency department and it is their number one. They, If yeah. they could get rid of alcohol, they would yeah. get rid of alcohol. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, look, yeah, I've had many a conversation with um, my son actually, um, not that he, he doesn't imbibe in cannabis because it doesn't suit him. Yeah. But... He, you know, he, because I used to be like so anti-drugs just because it scared me really, you know. Yeah. And it wasn't a part of my world and, you know, I, I guess I just believed the TV shows and the movies and, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. And um, he used to, you know, go on and on about how alcohol was a toxin and, mm. you know, that it was a drug and blah de blah de blah And um, I was resistant to that for such a long time. But, you know, the truth is, man, alcohol is dangerous, you know. It's yeah. Quite dangerous. And it is a toxin, actually. And just, it's very destructive. And, yeah. like, I have these dreams sometimes I, like I think, just imagine for, like, a whole, even a week that everybody had cannab- access to cannabis but not alcohol. Like, I think that, you know, we would see such a decline in people being angry, number one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and, you know, alcohol leads to so many other issues but it I'd really just love to see it from a from a scientific perspective if they were able to do that we know that that would be very unlikely but um I just wanted to actually touch back on the facts because this is interesting what you said about drugs you know and even cannabis was included in that and that you were scared um Mm. which is something that I come across on a daily basis with with people who are scared in Mm. your experience what what do you think like what did you think about cannabis for example back in the day when you were scared of trying? Well, you know, I had a, a neighbour, great guy, but he suffered from depression and he just smoked a lot of pot, I mean yeah. lots. And, yeah, he just, he was he lived such a dampened life. His mm. life was very dampened. And um, anyway, he stopped, he cut back and he, you know, he became... He still has meant some mental health problems. There's no doubt about it. And that's not related to, I mean, he drinks and stuff like that. So, but he did, he kind of got some of his vigor back. And so I just equated one with the other, you know. Yeah, which, and which which is absolutely true in, in cases, I think, the same like alcohol or prescription meds. I mean, I've got mates who abuse all of the above mm. and, you know, it, when you see it, it is frightening. And with with cannabis, I mean, I always say to people, um, if you've had an experience when you were younger, it's a lot different now too. It's a lot different than, you know, I remember when I was, I don't even want to say the age, but I was probably 14, mm. in a taxi with a friend going mm. to pick up some cannabis from God knows where, Yeah, you know, and then when we had it and you get it, that was it. You got what you were given. 
yeah. goodness knows how it was grown, what what chemicals they used. Yeah, yeah. And then you get high in a place where you are maybe not safe or you're yeah. not feeling comfortable. So you can have an incredibly um, you know, negative experience, I think. Mm, mm. Look, I, I think the the discussion around cannabis and a lot of um uh psychedelics and everything that that conversation mm. is changing a lot yeah isn't it changing yeah and even for myself like the I have never done psychedelics and I was quite um opposed to doing that because I've had some really great metaphysical experiences and out-of-body experiences just through my own self you know I figure yes. well I don't need that and I and I'm I'm not negative towards it now even though I haven't done it um but I think it, it's about chipping away at the fear and mm. at the messages that we've been told for years. It's just like um, supplements, you know. Yeah. It, you know, they were poo-pooed for such a long time. It's just I think it's when I kind of, oh, I'm a science fan. So yeah. when science comes in and brings us the truth of something, yeah. then that it just cracks open everything, you know, because it takes it away from the forbidden or the the unknown, the scared, the um, the yeah, the the unknown really, and brings yeah. it into a place of of knowing. And I think that's what's happening with cannabis and a whole bunch of things, you know. Even using, I mean, look, even mushrooms now they're starting yeah. to use mushrooms, you know, as part of mental healthcare yeah. programs. One of my close mates is a psychologist in Melbourne and, and I know that she's been, you know, yeah. her eyes have been opened by yeah. this because it's not something we thought we'd see in our lifetime. And right. I, I know for myself I would never have touched anything like that because I was so frightened of losing yeah. my mind but I was quite happy to drink and take Valium or whatever <laughs> other prescription meds because, you know, they're safe because they're yeah. from the pharmaceutical industry. And over the last few years, I've also had a, a little dabble with um, with mushrooms and, you know, with ayahuasca and certain certain other things just because now I'm really curious because I was mm. told for so long that these things would damage your mind. Yeah. And when in fact, yeah, the complete opposite's true. So I think with also with cannabis, and I know you were touching on before um, the next door neighbour with depression and the, it's actually used now to treat depression and anxiety. I mean, can you believe it? Really? And I, even I find that hard to believe. <laughs> and I think that's where the importance of the individual comes into play. Yes. Every person's body and mind, body, spirit um, yes. is, is different. So now I'm going to touch on that while you're speaking about that <laughs> because if you reminded me, did you know that you mm. have an endocannabinoid system? Yes, well, I do, but you know, because you're amazing and you're 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 on it. But for everyone else who may not know that, because you probably know that you have a respiratory system, mm. um, we have a musculoskeletal system, mm. and we actually have an endocannabinoid system. Now, this was discovered in the '90s by a group of scientists led by um, Dr. Ralph Mishulam, and when we're born and if we're breastfeeding our babies. We actually give them endocannabinoids from our system. There are other plants out there. Passionflower is one of them that does have endocannabinoids, not as not in as high a number as going back to the plant. So for people that are interested out there who perhaps, you know, okay, I've heard about cannabis, hemp is cannabis, 
I would like to support my system. You can eat hemp. You can buy that from the supermarket. Nobody's mm. going to get anything out of that except nutrition, yes. but it'll also support your endocannabinoid system, hemp seed mm. oils, um, hemp seed, taking them in a raw format, not cooking them because that um, that ruins all the goodness. But well, yeah, hemp, so- hemp is also a really good source of protein. Excellent source of protein and yeah, iron and, because and fiber. iron deficiency, and particularly over 40s, like my iron has been shot, most people I speak to. Um, a little bit of hemp protein powder and some hemp seeds can certainly help uh, yeah. in that area. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, we the, each person's endocannabinoid system is extremely different. So mm. I could, I could, you know, go, okay, well, I'm having this kind of CBD and you could have another one and and both of us could react differently. It's yeah. It's extremely, um, yeah, it's extremely individual and it's something that you do need to go out and practice. You may, you may, even if you go to the doctor and you get prescribed a THC and you're like, oh, this, this doesn't work. I don't like this. You've got to keep going back. But I don't think there's enough knowledge about that. There's not one type of, of plant. Yes, tetrahydrocannabinol is a specific molecule, but it's the actual terpenes in the plant uh, that we also need to help us as medicine. So it will help, you know, again, help or hinder each person very, very differently. And I still have times, I just went to the doctor a couple of weeks ago um, and got a new script and two of them are no good for me. Like I just, um, I don't like the way it makes me feel. I don't think that it, you know, it it helps what I'm looking for. So I have to go again and try mm. either a new strain or something that worked previously. I mean, that is like all medicines. Yeah. natural medicines, uh, pharmaceuticals. I mean, everything, integrative medicine really is what I'm into, which is combining yeah. the best of both, you know. Yes, 100%. And, yeah. And that's why it's a, a suck and see, you know. Um, it is. You have to go Throw by it what at the wall. What Throw it at the wall feels and like. see what sticks. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> not to be scared of that. No. Because it is. We, we live in an instant society and we want instant results. And we want yeah. assurance for everything that this will work 100%. Yeah. Whereas life isn't like that. And often, you know, like with the placebo effect, you can be taking something that is a sugar pill and it completely fixes you up because yeah. the mind is so powerful. Powerful. Yeah. So I think everyone's an individual. Everyone has to just chill a bit and just trust that their body will tell them what is the right thing for them. Because I think we have lost a lot of trust in ourselves and we give our trust to, handed it. to others. Mm. Yep. We've got to know our or trust ourselves, listen to that voice and be a little brave. <laughs> and ask questions. I've got ask so many questions. beautiful women yeah. who come to me and say, you know what, Kyla, I saw something you said, so I did ask my doctor. And guess yeah. what? They've said yes. They can't yeah. believe it. Yeah, because the more people that ask, go and ask your GP, just even mm. to have that open that conversation and say, yeah. "What do you think? Is my condition would it be suitable?" It, if they say no, it doesn't mean you. It just means that that doctor may not have the knowledge, yeah. and yeah. doctors are nervous about it. And I can yeah. understand it's a whole new world for them that they've yeah. been taught in the opposite way. Now they've got to relearn. Yeah. Plus work out how to dose patients, what happens yeah. if there's adverse reactions. Yeah. Um, you know, there there is a lot for them, but the more that you ask them, then the next person asks them, then they go, hang on a minute, there's something in this I really need to learn more. And there are beautiful yeah. places around Australia now where they can, GPs can go and learn more about cannabis. Yeah. And I mean, I see an integrative doctor who's on top of it all. 
you know, that's on top such of it all. Good thing yeah. to hear. Yeah. Really good thing. Um, so as I said before, for those listeners who don't know what an integrative doctor is, basically they integrate everything, supplements, pharmaceutical drugs. Um, they're always looking at what's new, what's, you know, being, what works, wasn't what it? Works. Maybe what, what yeah. might work. And, and yeah, anyway, so, and there's things called off-shelf drugs, you know, where it's used for one thing, but it actually helps another helps, thing, Yeah, you know, and, mm. and yeah, so it's a beautiful world out there and we just yeah. have to be curious. Keep asking questions. And yeah, and knowledge is power, but action is powerful. You know, it you is. can have knowledge, but if you don't act on it, then it's a waste of time. So yeah. for those who are sitting on the fence now, I am very, we were chatting when I got to know you, like we, um, we had a chat on the phone. We had not, a great chat. Not about the podcast, but just <laughs> no. someone introduced us and we laughed and <laughs> it was great. And, you know, you started telling me about, look, women go through menopause. Sometimes it starts really early. Sometimes for others it's late. And there's a whole bunch of awful things that happen to the body. I shouldn't say awful, but changes that can Change. be, can be difficult, difficult, you know. Yeah. So I would love to get you to chat a little bit about CBD, cannabis, yes. for yes. women who are going through menopause or some life changes. Like yeah, so I, I, when we had a, a chat, I'm just going to say it, We one of the things that we talked about are dry vaginas. Like mm. dry vagina is something that, you know, people people seem not, I mean, it's hard enough sometimes to talk about sex. If I talk yeah. about sex on my Instagram thing, I lose so many followers every time, you know. It, it is a topic that can stir up some people's emotions, which is, which is fair enough. But I don't know, it, even... When I go back to even going through childbirth and the, and the changes that were happening there, no one spoke about it. No, no one's talking about no. it. You, you just go into this thing not knowing and then things change and you, you don't well, know. I mean, I one of the reasons why I brought that up with you is because I have friends who are lovely individuals but they won't date because yep. there's all this stuff that goes along with your body getting older. Dry vagina. Dry vaginas, um, yeah. You know, we don't like feel it as much. Sensitivity. It, yeah. sensitivity can change. Yeah. And one of the most exciting things I think about cannabis, and I will, I tell this to everyone that will listen to me because, <laughs> number one, you've got CBD. So we'll start there because, yeah. it, again, it's not intoxicating. Um, it's, a, it's a beautiful anti-inflammatory, but it also can be used as a lubricant, which, you know, if you are going to have sex, and you can use it on yourself, you can use it on your partner without having any sort of extra. It doesn't do anything tingly. I mean, I, I use different ones with different sort of herbs in them, but you can yeah, use yeah. plain CBD. Now, you may need to just flesh that out a little bit. Like people are thinking um, hashish or, or the leaf. You can't okay. be putting that on you. Bits and no, pieces. you can, but they used to back oh, in the day. They, they used to make a com- <laughs> make a compress. Do you know okay. they used to do it for horses too? I know that's not the same, oh. but th- they used to do it for horses during the war. Like it's amazing what it can do as an anti-inflammatory. But for you know, for sex, using some CBD, you can use it about twenty to thirty minutes beforehand. So it's an oil, right? It's an oil. So okay. it's a CBD. Oh, I'm trying to find. I've got an oil here. Okay. So I'm just going to show, I know it's a listening, but I'll just show you. So it's an yep. oil. It looks yep. just like yep. a natural oil. There's not much smell to it. It's got a little bit of MCT um, coconut oil usually, but if you read the ingredients, 
it will tell you which oil that they use. And it's as simple as just taking a half a dropper, squeezing that into your hand and then applying it to your vulva or inside your vagina if that's, you know, if you're comfortable doing that. Mm. 30 minutes before sex, I -hmm. I always find that that works a little bit better. You can Mm -hmm. use it during, but the difference is phenomenal. So what does it do? Tell tell me the guts (laughs) of this. I want to know. Well, number one. How does it work? Number one in that respect, it's a lube, straight oh, up simple, okay. right? Yeah. And I think that people, the lube market can be a little bit overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if anyone's been into a sex shop, which I have a couple of times to go, okay, let me see what they've got. Yeah. It's still very male focused. And really, we just need that lubrication. It's part of it's part of sex. We need it. Yes. It, it from perimenopause, which um, some women go through it around the age of thirty-two. Yeah. So, mm. you know, from 32 well into our 60s and 70s, we can continue to have healthy sex lives yeah. with some adjustments made. Yeah. And CBD in itself, again, just a lubricant, it, it, it's an anti-inflammatory and it also is an anti-anxiolytic. So if you take it, if you take it before sex, it may also calm down nerves. If you're, if you're having, you know, sex with someone new, which is also difficult, I think, if we've been married, I came out of a marriage. I was married for 18 years. Mm. And then you're going out on the dating scene yeah. with a dry vagina and yeah. not knowing what to do. It can be really overwhelming. So how is it different from a normal lubricant? Well, because it has the because it has cannabis um, in it, and it's also very, very natural. So and but, well, what does it do? Does it so it works as a lubricant, but does it also um it can be it Calm can be the area down or like yeah, what are the benefits it can be stimulating but stimulating. For, for um for people that actually are are looking into cannabis as part of um sexual health and mm. and also i guess insomnia because that they fall nicely together sex and sleep that using by using a THC product which is intoxicating however when you have THC it's a vasodilator so it brings all the blood to the area. It, it, I know for myself it makes orgasm easier because it c- can get harder during perimenopause and menopause. It's it's just part of the journey that we go on. And not only with, with the, the CBD taking it um, internally and to, to use it topically, it can take away that anxiety. And, mm. and a lot of it for women, I think particularly for women, it's in our head. There's a, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in there. Yeah. Going to that next level and using the THC really as a vasodilator, you've got much higher chance of having an orgasm and it can help you relax into the moment. And also there's something different about uh, touching and smell and Mm. feeling when you have THC. Not so much with CBD, but I, again, would always strongly suggest for people start with CBD. Mm. Mm. there's no need if you if you're scared and you don't want to get intoxicated what is the harm in giving it a go <laughs> yes um i must admit i do take thc but for medical reasons but it 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 knocks me out i get very sleepy so that wouldn't be great <laughs> no which isn't great which maybe maybe um when you speak to your doctor you may need a sativa so a sativa will not oh. be as sleepy and also sativa. i think one of the biggest things i find difficult to remember because of, just because of who i am and my personality i like to you know go learn how to go hard or go home and i'm trying <laughs> to unlearn that 
And yep. with THC, um, particularly microdosing, yes, which is the word du jour for everything. Yeah, absolutely. But it bloody works. Yeah. So, you know, if if you've got an oil and, you, and you're given an oil and you're told to take a half a mil, take a quarter of that and yeah. see how that goes. Because yeah. honestly, some days all I need is a tiny, tiny little bit and that's it. Mm. and mm. keeping a journal like I keep a journal so that I know um which strain I had yeah what time I had it did I take it on an empty stomach or did I take it on a full stomach there are so many ways um to reduce that feeling of being high if you you mm. know perhaps you want to mm. try THC but you're really not that interested in being too high um and good lord if you did take too much and you got really high which can happen to people particularly when their endocannabinoid system hasn't had anything and it, yeah. it will uptake it very quickly and in all its forms but if you did get too high from tetrahydrocannabinol you can take one um, drop off full of cbd mm. and hold that under your tongue mm. and that's enough to negate the, the negative mm. side effects mm. well i mean i think thc is great i like it but it's it it's not I don't feel high. I just get sleepy. But, yeah. you know. Um, Which is great for insomnia. And, that, and well, not I don't everyone have, will. Yeah, I don't have insomnia. But sometimes I just, um, I don't know, I just like to take it. <laughs> you know, yeah, but it's, it's, just... it's, it's like having, you know, again, I hate, I hate going back to alcohol, but people drink alcohol when they get home from work. And yeah. for me, I have THC and I use, I use cannabis both medicinally yeah. and I use it socially. Yes. And for me, I just change the methods of delivery so that my brain is aware of the fact, okay, well, we're using this socially now or, you yeah. know, and this I think, is my medicine. You know, I think that's a valuable thing. You, you know, you talked about keeping a journal. And really self-awareness is so important, not just in this topic but in everything really, especially if, um, you know, you have mood issues and, and a lot of people at the moment. Gosh, have I do. Issues, right, yeah. <laughs> Um, I yeah. pity the person that tried to park me in at the post office the other day when I'm like mm, perimenopausal ah, woman. Ah, I was ah, thinking, ah, does she ah, does she know? Is she aware of what she's doing here? Ah, I'm on one of those days. Ah, <laughs> ah. Yeah, and I think you know, being self aware and of of your what your brain's saying to you, your emotions or your feelings and stuff, mm. or overthinking and getting all freaked out about stuff, and you know that really helps. Um, self-regulate really and self-compassion and kindness to yourself and things like that so instead of you know venturing into this area which is not a scary dangerous area it's a fantastic thing um mm. just listen to the, what you're saying to yourself about it and yeah. do it at the right time in the right place with the right when, when you're comfortable yeah, yeah and you've had yeah. enough conversations yeah. with people and you know this is why i encourage women you know, to ask me questions, I have people ring me and go, but why, but why do you want to help me? Because I'm just, and I'm like, because <laughs> if you can, you know, I just think that the power of this plant is so wonderful and, yeah. and, and amazing. And it's not the answer. I don't no. believe it is. I'm, I think like yourself, I think that if you need pharmaceutical medicine, you take pharmaceutical, you take what you need yeah. in your life yeah. to get you through on a day-to-day basis. Mm. And whatever, if these things can enhance your, your daily living and, you know, not that I love to talk about death, but I, I have a lot of people who come to me who who are in final stages of cancer, and you know, one when they come back and they've got their program of 
treatment, they're just so happy. And they, you know, they say, they always say, I'm just really happy because I can eat. Mm. I'm having time with my family yeah. and I'm actually present here living life at the moment. Yeah. And, and cannabis can be a huge um, win for people who, who want that, who want to be in that present moment. Yeah, like people have fibromyalgia and, you know, any autoimmune disease really, cancer, whatever, um, pain is something that often goes along with these things. And yep. you, don't want Makes to get it on, hard. you don't want to get on opioids because they're addictive and they can ruin your life, you know, these tablets. And that's I where at- I came from. I came from, so I came from opioids. So I had a good two years taking with a shoulder injury yeah. just and every time I went back to the doctor, they just would prescribe me more and more. And they yes. were making me so sick. I, I had no quality of life, but it, it kept me going on a day-to-day yeah. basis because yeah. I had to. But the depression and anxiety and panic and yeah. and nausea and all the rest of it that came with it. Yeah. And it wasn't until I started using the plant again, and I was scared to go back to it because, again, mm-hmm. thinking, oh, I can't be high, I can't be high. But, yeah. you know, yeah. that was five years ago and I haven't looked back. And it, I think that's we need to take away that it's not about getting high. No. There's so many health benefits to CBD. You don't even have to take the THC. Not at all. Absolutely not. You, know, you don't not. have and to have no. that component. No. And, I, I, you know, again, when people come to me I say and ask me, you know, what would you do if it was you, Kyla? I would take CBD first shot, absolutely, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just by taking that and seeing what sort of benefits that you can have. And, I mean, I was taking it for my shoulder. And then realized that, hey, wait a minute, where's I was like, where's my anxiety gone? Seems to have dissipated. Because uh, I didn't, you know, even with CBD, I was a little bit like, come on, it can't be that good. Surely not. But for me, it was. And mm. once I started noting the, the, no, noticing those improvements, um, you know, that was it. There was no, no no stopping me from that from that moment. And again, just seeing, I speak to people every day who've who've never ever touched it, and then they've gone to CBD, and they're like, I am so glad that you yeah. know i found this this yeah. plan it's help it helps yeah especially you know i think mental health issues are just so yep. huge at the moment i mean they always have been i guess but the pandemic and all the uncertainty and financial difficulties and just everything that's going on mm. um if you can find something that's natural that's going to calm your system down you know, from sympathetic to parasympathetic. So your nervous system is calm. It's You're just going to live a better life. And if yeah. it's natural, then really that's the best thing. If it has yeah. no adverse side effects, you know, no yeah. addiction issues and things like that. No, and, and addiction is a mental thing and it can come from childhood trauma or any trauma, you know, so I think we got to be kind to ourselves and get the help we need regardless of where we're at. Yeah, and reach out to people. Reach out to people who are doing what you think you you may like to do and and talk to them about their experiences. I mean, I know for myself, I mean, with, you know, Instagram or or social media, I have a love-hate relationship with, but at the end of the day, (laughs) the amount of beautiful people that it's put me in touch with and people who are doing things differently or perhaps you know, the same way that I'd like to, it, it, reach out, ask them a question. Even if you've got mm. six bazillion followers, don't be afraid to reach out and speak to people. It is a great um, way to get back in touch with your body and work out what feels good and oh, man, where that's to... great. 
yes, where do yes. I like being touched? And even yeah. I've paid attention to that now and go, hang on, I like that. I'm going to tell my partner that because guess what? When you tell them, they love it. They get excited. They're happy yeah. To, yeah. To, to keep you pleased as well. So that's one of the, I, one of I the really, stories. I love that because sex doesn't mean you're always with a partner. Like, no you way. Know, sexual mm-hmm. pleasure, it's very broad. Um, it is. Well, not too broad, I hope. <laughs> no. But it starts with ourselves. It, it starts does, with it, ourselves. Yeah, you, you've got to feel a sense of, I don't know, sexiness, I don't know if it's the right word, but a sense of you got to love yourself basically, you know, whatever yeah. shape you are, yes. whatever situation you're in, just know that this body is valuable and beautiful. And other people are attracted to it no matter yeah. who you are yeah. or what you think because, I, you know, body image, I guess, a lot of women, you know, I've had that issue too. I think in my 40s I'm the best I've ever been because literally I, I know this is it. This is yeah. the way it is. I'm not yeah. changing this. No, I, right. it, it, it's it's what I'm I've lived with all this time. And you know, um, I was I was actually having a conversation with my 14 year old daughter. I've got daughters who, you know, as I try, you, you try to as much impart that strength upon them. But she was telling me, you know, how all the guys at school, everyone has to be perfect. And I'm like, mm. what society are we living in? And I said to yeah. her, well, to be honest, the guy I'm seeing, he loves my stomach. Yeah. He thinks it's the best thing in the world. I've got this, yeah. like, to me, it's like a hangy stomach that I'm like more. To, but now I'm thinking, no, nah, well, I love it. You know what? Yeah. Because yeah. listen when people tell you these things. Yeah. Don't think that, oh, that can't be true or that's not right. That's Because that's what people want. They will want you for whatever, you know, chemical, spiritual, whatever the reason is that you're you're together that's what they want they will love every bit of you and I think you know again you're right it's that starting with ourselves and it can be a tough it it does a, start a tough with journey it does and there's some really great things to um, so many to help things. you move in that way and that's certainly an area that I like to um, help people with is you know switching to self-compassion not even that so much but just self-love as you are you yeah, know? as you are. Because as you are. We are loved, lovable, and loving. And when yeah. we work from that place, everything, like everything we do, kind of has a bit of a sparkle to it. Even if yeah. we're feeling a bit sad, it's okay. You know, it's just okay. Yeah, it, it is. is. And and so anyway, but I do think CBD, like I, I've got a you know friends in California, and I went. <laughs> They have these really nice shops where you can just go oh, in. The and, best. And it's, it's be- they're beautiful. They're designer. They're it's elegant, you know, mm. and it's normal. It's a part of life, you know, mm-hmm. and here it's a stress. It just brings yes. up stress. Buying it is stressful. Talking about it is stressful. People put up yeah. walls. But we'll change. It will yeah. change. The change is there. You and I are doing it right now. Yeah. This is the change, like us, by us speaking about it. And look at it. We're normal people. Absolutely. absolutely normal. Yeah. We're not radical. We're not no. major, like hippies or nope. um, whatever. We're just regular folk. Regular, run-of-the-mill, yeah. trying to find a better way, always trying yeah. to find a better way. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I'm run-of-the-mill, but anyway. <laughs> no, I'm not either. No, we're not. I was trying to say that, yeah, okay, I'm probably no, definitely yeah. not run-of-the-mill. <laughs> Um, every, look, everyone's run of the mill. We're all wonderful and we're all run of the mill at the same time. Um, yep. I'm going to, we're going to have to finish there. But Thank you, lovely. That was just a fantastic <laughs> thing. And and to the audience, 
go out there and strike up a conversation about cannabis, whether that be yeah. with a friend or with a doctor or with whoever you like and see what the reaction is. Um, you know, I think it's just such a, a, a valuable conversation to have at some point. Yeah, I just think the important thing is to do it with trusted people so where you feel safe because you don't want to be attacked by bringing it up. No, absolutely right. not. And and people, if people want to come and ask me, you know, yeah. to, if they come to Can and Curious AU, which is my Instagram, and want to ask me anything at all, mm. I'm always happy to even have a phone conversation. Yeah. You drop me your number. We have a chat. That's um, C-A-N-N-A Curious. A, and then AU at the end. A, oh, sorry, what is it? Um, it's Canna Curious AU for Australia. Canna Curious Oh, this is AU. your website? Or That's this my Instagram. Um, Instagram, my social oh, media handle. Okay, Canna Curious AU. I also do educational videos on um, TikTok. Oh. Which, uh, That's, you're mm, a brave girl. I am brave. It, but it, there's an audience there. It's amazing. I didn't think there was, but there is. <laughs> oh, look, I went to a writer's workshop about using social media. And it was interesting because the woman who was talking to get people to buy her book, she does silly dances on Instagram. And I just thought, you know, I'm not going to do silly dances on TikTok to get someone to buy my book, you know, to build up a, a following. But anyway. You, that's... you won't be shocked after this going and check my TikTok and think, goodness, I should have checked that first. I'm not. It's just regular talking in a regular video way. I refuse to participate in the no dancing. No dancing. No dancing. No. <laughs> I mean, some TikToks are really funny. Um, anyway, uh, you and I could chat forever. Listen, good. everybody, so good to have you. Being brave enough to listen to this podcast about cannabis, mm. I really hope broken down some misconceived ideas. And if it hasn't, that's okay. But just go and have a think, have a think about it, maybe do a little bit of investigation, have a look at Curious AU on Insta. And the most important thing is to live a joyful, calm, peaceful life where you love yourself. That's what I'm. That's what uh, yeah. my life is about. So yeah. go well, be joyful. Ciao.